This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. provide you toilet paper. It was like, yay! Did you, um, back in the day, did, did the ladies' room have a trough, too, that everybody pissed in? <laughs> no, but that would be amazing. <laughs> I would be like, let's see who can balance the best. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today... A little bit hungover, so I'm probably talking a little too loud. Sarah Raytalic. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Am I too loud on the microphone? Uh, no. Actually, for some reason, Mike, I don't know. I. It's not you. It's not you. It's me. I've heard that many a time. <laughs> <laughs> many of the women have told me that it's not me. It's them. It's and I just not don't you. believe them. You're like, no. It's me. No, it's I probably know. me. It's probably you know what the, it is. It is you. Yeah. It is you. There is a ninety nine point nine percent chance that it was always me, and it always it's will you. be me. It will. Yeah. It shit happens. Never them. You know. Never them. Nope. Nah. So we had a fun day of sports. We uh, I went to opening day. You were at the Red Sox game this weekend. We got to see the Red Sox actually take the first series of the year against the Orioles. So it yes. is, like you said, a fight for last place, which will be a fun competition all year. That'll be really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I mean, the... we might as well fight for something. And if it's a we, spot we in the ha- basement. it's You have to. You, know? you have to fight for that little piece of carpet in the basement to rest on. Roll up Absolutely. on it like a dog. You have to. Yeah. Uh, it was yesterday I was laughing because I'm like, oh, man, the, the Red Sox mess ups are very contagious. So when mm-hmm. you had all the errors from... Uh, Baltimore dro- dropping the ball or running into each other, all that stuff. I was like, man, they look more like the Red Sox than we do right now. Right? I was like, this is what happens. <laughs> like, you and know, to be honest, the way they this. played that first game, you were like, oh wow. Like when I went to opening day, I was like, wow, we're gonna have one hell of a hard season. And then game two and three, 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, offense is not a problem for the Red Sox. It's more oh, of a, it's a defensive it's pitching, pitching thing. Pitching, it's not pitching, even defense. Pitching. It's pitching because defense pitching. is good too. It's all pitching. It's pitching's going to be the worst part. Chris Sale coming Ugh. out for a few innings, lighting it up, Oof. two home runs, fifty-two Oof. runs. Heard his tongue licking the ball. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why is he just? He's like, give me COVID, like uh, or whatever it may be. He's like, ah. I, I, I don't, don't I mean, look who we're talking about. So yeah, there's that. I got to just, there is that. But yeah, I was very confused by that. And um, yeah, Chris Sale is Chris Sale. And yeah. our pitching is terrible. But uh, hopefully we'll figure it out somewhere. Uh, Santa Hawk had a pretty good outing. It was decent, decent yeah. outing. I'll say definitely decent. And who <sighs> pitched for your game? Was it uh, Sam Adams Wicked Easy IPA? <laughs> it was Harpoon. Harpoon. You went for the Harpoons. I went for the Harpoons. Oh, wow. You're a Harpoon kid, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I that's love- okay. Yeah, keep it local. You know? you know, tell me you're from Boston without telling me you're from Boston. That's true. Clamp chowder on deck. Right in the stands. couple of Harpoons and a Sam Adams out there, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. uh... That's okay. I've been to many of the Red Sox games where I don't even know if we played or not. I was like, we're here. Yeah. I was like, okay. It was, uh, I do remember Kike hitting his home run. Yeah. And I was all for it because he's came out the gate kind of stale. Right. And seeing him yesterday get some hits in, get the home run, get us on the board. It sets, I feel like it set the tone for him for the season. I'm a big Kike fan. I love Kike. Yeah. And it's something where he brings a lot of heart and personality to the team. And having him at shortstop now, seeing him defensively, and I was like, okay, like he can produce defensively in this position. I'm for this. Yeah. But now right. him coming out and getting those hits in, I was like, this is great because now he's going to also be the offensive threat that he has been in the past. And I'm here for it. Right. You know, it's. That's, and we're pretty I'm, much going to say that Trevor story is a, a wash, right? Is he, he's not going to come back. Like I just, I, I don't just call it a day. Like it, just it seems like he's on the same path as like uh Pablo Sandoval. The, the Dodgers will probably take him because the Dodgers take all that from us. Yeah. You know, um, we gave them, uh, Kyle Crawford. That's who I'm thinking of. Kyle Crawford, mm. uh, Adrian Gonzalez, and Josh Beckett for uh, a pair of used socks and a bag of uh, practice baseballs, I believe. Didn't we get some gum out of that too? Oh no, we got sunflower seeds too. Sunflower that's what seeds. We got. I but think it was like already, one bag, and they, they were, were already, already yeah, pre spit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. but I mean, it took off that. It took the money away. So. And the Dodgers had to pay for that, you know. True story. Yeah. I don't see the thing with Trevor Story is, you know, we signed this contract. Like he signed this contract, we paid him all the stuff. Oh, great hitter, great hitter. But like it also goes back to that Colorado theory where yes. players in Colorado are successful because of the alt- altitude difference versus everywhere else, you know. He did step it up for us come end of May last year. But I think he only played it, like 52 games since he's been here, though, right? 
Yes, because yeah. he then was injured. Right. Like he sucked coming out of the gate from the beginning of the year last season and then just went downhill through April and beginning of May and then end of May he started showing up but he did not perform and it just is the Colorado theory. That's that's actually that holds water there. That's true. That tracks. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like the um Florida Marlin theory where it's like you have all these great Florida Marlin players on a team but they don't do anything until they leave the team and then they win yes, a championship. Yes. Then they win a championship elsewhere because you know? <laughs> yeah. it's because it's the Florida air. It's meth air. It's me- <laughs> a lot of meth air and a lot of meth yeah. smoke in the air. You know, it's the the meth the the smeth the smeth air. Yeah, it's meth air. Uh, so Florida. you got really emotional last night after LSU won the uh, final four, or maybe just really emotional because you realize that the Pittsburgh Penguin trio is. Uh, is older. Is old, right? You're gonna get a little emotional. It was. There. It was. It was about the penguins. I wasn't. Yeah. I was like, "This is my cue to go to bed." <laughs> I was like, I, don't know. "I hit like this emotional moment because I was so like, yay for Chris Letang hitting the thousand games, and then I just really went down an emotional spiral. Like, what am I gonna do when these this group of guys retire? Like, I don't want it to ever happen. And it was just like this whole downward spiral. Yeah, you've been through that though. When like Mario Lemieux, retired. yeah, I, w- I mean, it was one of those with Mario. It was like, okay, he left, he had cancer, then he came back. Yeah. And then he retired and got inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then he came back. And then it was like he became the owner. And with Yaga, he never retired. He's still playing hockey. He's playing still. So, like, you know, it's something that, like, I haven't really had that full-on loss mm-hmm. of, like, them retiring and not being involved or not being able to watch them play. Right. So the thought of the trio not playing and then the three of them retiring really – hit me super hard (laughs) really fucking hard and i'm like these just it's just it can't it can't happen because they're they're not just great players like they are they're magical on the ice the three of them i mean crosby and um letang have been on the same line forever and malkin's been moved to the second because they need that on the second line but it's something that not just them on the ice it's the shit that they do for the community for the fans like they're so involved in pittsburgh and they do so much and they're so supportive that you know and Sidney crosby has been deemed one of the nicest guys everyone says they hate him everyone hates it but he's so nice you know he will call you like even though penguins aren't you know last year they're not they weren't in the freaking finals he's calling other players on other teams and wishing them luck and hoping they have great that's you know, pretty big of them. who does that shit right who does that i wouldn't i would go fuck yourself i call right. you just to tell you that you're a piece of shit and i don't <laughs> like you and it should be me and not you no i'm not that big of a dick but you know <laughs> i mean i am but how old sitting crosby now 23 no, he's 35. 35. Oh, yeah. He's so... I, I hate that. Sports, you know? Sports old. The sports old. Yeah. Fuck, I'd fucking... I'd give all my fingers on my right hand for 35. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you believe that that was, that was like five years ago, and that <clears throat> still feels like... Six for me going on seven. Yeah, it's going on six for me, which I'm like... like 
fucking uh, hate, hate life. Fucking <laughs> you know what's worse is freaking the husband's 35. So I look at him and I'm like, enjoy, enjoy your youth while enjoy you have you. it. <laughs> it's all if down you were a, If you were a professional athlete, you'd be retired soon. If I was a professional athlete, I'd be considered dead. <laughs> <laughs> I roll out with my walker with the tennis balls on it. Right. I'm just going to have a shit-stained wheelchair. <laughs> Paul, Pierce. Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce. The whole NCAA women's thing, that, that was, the whole playout was a big surprise to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a a huge 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 don staley fan i love don staley so for them to lose to iowa was a big thing for me where i was like oh you know what were they on like a 46 game streak um southern uh, carolina like wild but don staley is a great coach so for them to lose um i was like wow this is a huge upset and then to have LSU take over Iowa, I was I was neither here nor there to me. Right. But like everything that's kind of come out. And this is where I get so frustrated with and I do a comparison because if this was regular NCAA basketball, like for um, well, I'm, I shouldn't say regular because for men's it's if this was men's right. is what right. I meant to say. Right. Um, If this was men's basketball, this wouldn't be a topic of conversation. Not at all. Where. You know, you had them comparing um, Southern Cal- Southern Carolina. I cannot make words happen today. Harpoon I cannot- beer. <laughs> this, this episode, episode brought to you by <laughs> Harpoon Brewery. If you want to do a show the next day, don't have several Harpoon IPAs. Whatever. And then we went to the Bleacher Bar and I had a Guinness. <laughs> no, I love the Bleacher Bar. That's a good bar. I love the Bleacher good Bar. good bar. Yeah. I used to know the guy that worked the door there. I was like, give me my Guinness. Yeah. Because they Guinness, have Guinness huh? on. I can't do draft beer at all, anywhere, anymore. Well, it's awful. Sorry, Gramps. Yeah, I know. Well, hold on. Let me go yell at these kids that are on my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Wait one second. I'll be back. Slow oh, down. my goddamn lawn. What <laughs> <laughs> are you, Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there Dave goes with his shit-stained wheelchair. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. It's broken. Carson Bree pushed that down the stairs too. Little shit. <laughs> the fact that you had a lot of people in the media discussing how Oh my god, the media was treating this like Well, I, I was know. going back. So not even Angel Reese. Oh, okay. I'm going back and then leading into it. All right. So you had everyone going into this game of Iowa versus South Carolina, and they were basically comparing playing South Carolina to a bar fight, mm-hmm. which, okay. okay, Dawn Staley is a great coach. She was a great player. She won, what, three gold medals, carried out the flag in 04. She was number one draft pick into the women's, like, one went first round, ninth overall, I think, in the WNBA draft. You know, she won a title when she was a player. She's the first black coach to win two titles. Um, it's something like this woman knows basketball that is why she is my favorite female athlete in the on the basketball level she's always has been always will be the fact that the media ran with this 
and was saying that they are, you know, underlying saying that they're thugs is not okay. No. And she has her girls play very hard. She has her girls play just as hard, if not more hard, if that's English. Um, Some would say harder, but. That's yeah, fine. if not more, more hard. More hard is fine. <laughs> if not yeah. more hard. <laughs> yeah. So she has her all right. She has her boys play harder. I mean, has her girls play harder than most boys. Like yeah. she coaches. Some would say more hard, but IAP Radio. If I can get with myself. IAPradio.com. So, struggle is so real today. Oh, uh, fuck. She coaches to coach the game. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, reptile, iguana, fucking whale, seal. doesn't matter. She's going to coach you to play basketball, to play basketball hard. So the fact that the media took and ran with this, one, unbelievable. So now here we are. You know, LSU wins um, the, the finale. Woo, yay. Like here we are now all the backlash is that angel reese is now a villain for you know pointing at her finger to say that she's getting the ring to doing this the face wash like the john cena can't see me sort of situation she's being categorized as the villain for doing that to caitlin clark however caitlin clark started this whole thing and brushed and brushed it off to the other chick was right. being disrespectful in that sense. Right. And for me, I'm like, this happens all the time in men's basketball on the, on the co- collegiate level, as well as on the NBA level. Right. And because it's women and women are acting like this, everyone's up in arms. It, it's, oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable fucking believable they have a lot of heart a lot of emotion a lot of passion why are why why is it that you can let you know well boys will be boys women can talk as much shit like have i not talked a lot of shit like well that's that's the problem with society today it's the fact that like women are are put on this like weird pedestal where it's like you need to act like a lady. What the fuck does that mean? Act like a lady. Everybody should act the way they want to be, you know, just don't be out of pocket. Now for Angel Reese, none of her actions were even in my eyes remotely out of pocket. No, Nope. 20 year old, 20 year old female who just won March madness. She won a title for her school. If she wants to point at her finger and say, I got a ring and she wants to do the, you can't see me shit. Go the fuck ahead. Do whatever you do want. It. Do Celebrate. it. Celebrate. It's you. You played it's you. so hard. You, you fucking... just went through the entire bracket and you beat every team that you faced. And now you played hard all season. You won the tournament and now you're a national champion. Do Damn you. Straight. Do, do you... whatever and you want. She is. Is a Cinderella story in my eyes because she started off in Maryland and, you know, the like beginning of the season when she was first playing in Maryland, she broke her foot. Right. And she had a really rough two years there. And then she was like, I need to have a clean slate. I need to start over. And then she went to LSU. And here we are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so this she struggled to get to this point. 
like let her just let her do her like worry about yourself and the fucking media is unbelievable to me all what's, the fucking time and what's so funny is like the world we live in now like the cancel culture moment of it where it's like you know everyone's like super sensitive about race and super sensitive about anything like I just watched a video where some lady said that math is racist now, but you want to go ahead and say like, oh, because uh, uh, the what, what's her name? Clark. What, what's her first name? Caitlin. Caitlin Clark from Iowa, yeah. who's uh, this, you know, white girl. She does the pointing at the finger with the ring and she does the you can't see me face there. That's not that's that's fine. But then one once Angel Reese does the you can't see me. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, she's hood. I can't believe I, she acts like that. Like, that's so disrespectful. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Is is that racist? Is is that like some kind of weird race thing where we're like, you know, the honky donkey white girl over here. It, it, that's fine. But I'm sorry, the black girl doing it. That's that's automatic hood. That's that's bad. That's it's, how it's is that? Is awful. that not racist? It's awful. And that's what. Dawn Staley had in her press conference after they lost to Iowa, she was just like, you know, you people, she's like, you guys want to talk about this stuff in your home and have your opinions in your home. That's fine. But you are reporting us on a national level. You are covering our sport. Yeah. You are the faces that are supposed to be reporting and have integrity behind your reporting she's like do you think that what you tell another reporter isn't going to come back to me she's like i can't I've, <laughs> right. yeah she full-on right. calls everybody out and she's like i know what you've said about my girls i know what you've said about me like this isn't okay she's like yes we lost and that we're going to go back to the the drawing board and we're gonna you know come back next year but you know this is what is the problem is you people is like the problem she's like right. my girl my girls are not thugs this isn't a bar fight this isn't you know and she just like ripped into it and she's right like the media portrays women it doesn't like it this is an overall problem yeah. like not just for it being like a a black white issue it's women in general have been categorized as being classless or right. being, you know, you know, all sorts of things. However, in the men's basketball, they do so much worse. And there's so much other stuff that happens. And it's just like, well, they're playing hard. And they're playing, you know, they have a lot of emotion. Is the in the game's emotional. No shit. Yeah. It's for both sides of the coin. It's fucking emotional. Right. And also, if you want to do like uh, a super height sensitive thing you know so many people say that women are overly sensitive so if they act in a certain way while they're playing a very competitive game and they're quote unquote overly sensitive mm -hmm. then like why are you harping on that why are you jumping right. on their back and be like oh my god i can't believe she acts like that oh but isn't aren't you just proving a point uh, your own point where you're saying that like women are overly sensitive so like there you go maybe Angel Reese was being a oversensitive woman and and uh, taunting uh, Caitlin Clark in in the uh, Iowa. Who basketball started team. it? Who and, and started who it? Started all of this. Who started, who started it? all of this shit? Ah. Also, and I'm not jumping on Clark's back either. I'm not no. saying you know what. 
you, everybody, everybody, no matter what, I white, black, male, female, any kind of gender you want to be, any kind of color you are, go ahead and do whatever you want. Like, do just you. celebrate the way you want to celebrate. Do okay? you? Okay. If Patrick Mahomes can get on the bus uh, on in the parade route for Kansas City and chug beers, if if Tom Brady wants to take the, on the boat <laughs> on the boat and throw the trophy over into the water, go for it. If Manny Ramirez wants to hold up a sign that says Jeter is golfing, let him. Let anybody Just who wants it. to celebrate Just the way they want to you. celebrate celebrate. You work so hard for this mm -hmm. one fucking accomplishment. Do you. Just do you. Do what you want to do. Don't listen to anybody. Fuck the media. Fuck all these talking heads. And, and like, you know, uh, of course, like, we're saying that and we're talking about it. So, like, right. quote, unquote, we're like media, but even though we're fake, we're fake ass media. We're, we're just 40-year-old uh, individuals with a podcast. I mean, that's our given right. <laughs> After a certain age, you have to have a podcast. But, I mean, like, that's sure. that's what it is. You should go and celebrate any way you want to celebrate after such hard work and dedication that you put into everything that you want. And nobody should take that away from you. Nobody. What's, I don't give a shit what you write about. What is so disheartening to me is you have these phenomenal female athletes that have done some great stuff. You know, yep. Caitlin Clark putting up 40-something points against South Carolina. You know, this LSU story, like – the coach for LSU, like all this stuff. You have such great stories here that are being overshadowed right. by stupid malarkey. And right. it's something that that is where I get upset the most is that we're taking away the, the talent here and highlighting the talent and pushing it more to the forefront for women's sports we're taking it all away by focusing on these small little things that again if this was the men's ncaa or if this was the men's nba we wouldn't even be discussing right and that's what's disheartening to right. me right what i would love to see is and like you know we're we're recording this on monday so by the time this comes out that the men's uh ncaa will already be over but I would love to see somebody on the men's side do the "you can't see me" thing and point at their ring finger and uh, and in 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 like uh, unity with Angel Reese. No matter yeah. who wins, I want. I would love to see somebody do that. I think that would be great. Like I, again, you work so hard for what you just accomplished, and what the media is doing is they're taking the fun away from all the other women on the LSU team. And not only that, but they're taking the fun away from Angel Reese as well. Right. You just won the championship. And what they're doing is now they're just poo-pooing on you for the way you acted, even though you didn't act any, in my eyes, at all. At all. At all. Nope. You know? In my eyes either. You know, and you're also I... taking the you're taking yeah. the fact that Iowa played a hell of a game. And they also accomplished a lot of great things. And no one's, I mean, of course, nobody talks about the losing team except the fact that they lost. But all of the stuff that they accomplished throughout the season, you're taking away from that because all you want to do right. is talk about Angel Reese. Not only that, but like, not for nothing, but you're also kind of damaging the school's reputation by talking about how hood and how thuggish she is. Like, that's fucked up. 
Like that's it's that's a very little screwed up. up right there. It's very fucked up. You know, I did. I want to see um, what Shaq says because he's an LSU alum. Oh, he's to gonna be he, all yeah. about it. I did laugh this morning. Um, I found a video. I shared it on my Instagram this morning, and it was two girls talking to one of the alums. Not alums. He's a. I don't want to know. I, he's president or whatever of the school. Yeah. And she, she's just like, oh, so you're canceling classes tomorrow. And he's like, no, like you gotta have classes tomorrow, da da da. And they're like, well, you did it for the football team. Mm. And he would, and his face, he legit is like, yeah. Ooh, and she, they're like, and he's like, did we? And they're like, yeah, they had school canceled the next day, so you're gonna cancel for us? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, you did it for the football team, so if you're gonna, and that also goes back to if you're gonna do one for one, you have to do one for all. Like this yep. is just as important as your football team winning. So like you should cancel classes. And they were like, yeah, it was the first day of classes and you guys canceled the classes. So cancel the classes. Right. But guess what? That's a that's a money thing. Yeah. Because football brings so much money into the organization and into the school that they're like, well, we'll cancel classes because we already got all that paper. Like we got tons of money from this football. The hell with it. Compare what football brings in from LSU to what women's basketball brought in from it's LSU, so and and it's it's night and day. So, so where a teacher, uh, uh, the you know the principal or the dean or whatever the hell, whatever you know, I was like, college. president, yeah, the, the CEO counselor of guy, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the I don't president of LSU, know. you know, he's gonna be like, mm, no, we're not canceling class. The hell with that. But like, well, we canceled it for football. I'll be like, huh, huh, I gotta go. Yeah, he just was he. Uh, he just was yeah. like do for all do for all for one. do for all even do it for doesn't matter even if the soccer team won do it for the soccer yeah. like who like do one for all because it's one it's good for your school let your school celebrate like the right. you know athletes have their time where they don't have to rush back and worry about it right you know it's it's a lot of things bring your your school together Right. By like saying we're canceling classes this day, we're having you know a party on the quad. You right. know, gonna go streaking through the quad. We're gonna go streaking through the, cro- <laughs> the quad. <laughs> we're going streaking. Yeah, snoopaloop, let's go. <laughs> so bring your hat. Bring your hat. <laughs> you know, bring, let's go. It's something where that is how you're gonna build your school more so. Yeah. Everybody together, cancel classes, have a party. Like people can come if they want. Just celebrate the victory for your school. Cause then when you are, when these kids are alumni, they're going to be like, oh, I remember when the women's basketball team won and they're talking to their kids about it. Right. And their kid now wants to go to LSU to have this collegiate experience of, right camaraderie and community and everyone all together and that is how you keep building legacies absolutely your college absolutely it's just yeah it makes me so mad it's just it's bullshit you know what the funniest part is though we're not even at the news we're not even at the news. This was just the rant even, that I texted yeah. you about this morning where I was like, I just want to rant about this. This is well, just a mid-morning poop rant. Right. You know, you know? and th- the thing is, is that 
it all started because I was um I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, I saw Jalen Rose made a comment about how what this was what Don Staley was talking about yeah. in her press conference about how Angel Reese is now being shown as a villain is what Don Staley was talking about. And right. she she was right and She's she right. was pissed. And that's that's my girl. Nope. She's a fellow Taurus. Don't mess with Taurus women. We come in. Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> Don't yeah. fuck with Taurus. Don't fuck with Taurus, Tyrrhenian women, or whatever the terminal. I don't know. Taurus, no Taurus, like people from another place. No Taurus, 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 like Tyrrhenian. Taurus, Taurus, yeah, people who come from another place and they visit. Oh my god, no Taurus. Yeah, right. No, we're saying the same thing. Let's get into the news. What do we got here? I'm like, listen. Don't rob a Taurus. That's it. I mean, they got money because they're coming from other places. So they only have like uh, travel checks. Oh yeah, you can't cash a travel check. Yeah, you can't travel those checks if they sign them. It's a whole fucking to do. Or you can kidnap them and have that government try to. Oh no, that's just a matter. Get kidnapped. It's only yeah. So what am I going to kidnap somebody from Texas and be like, give me, give me five dollars and uh, a side of beef, and you can have john henry back john yeah henry, not not the uh, i was like wait a minute <laughs> like, yeah, give not me the a red boat. sox owner you <laughs> like, any, wherever john henry is originally from you, you can have him back though all right so let's get into the news oh what shit going Holy on fuck. Here? yeah uh so baseball is back wow baseball you put me in he's... coach i'm ready, I'm ready to, play to play the today. game i'm too old i'm already retired age for baseball uh, yeah (laughs) baseball is back i i'm so excited so i love it baseball is back and um i don't know about you but my opening day highlight Uh was um the mets being the mets okay and uh i can yep i can see that You, you know what my opening day highlight was so every year, it, I I go to opening day at Fenway every single year. I've I've mentioned that a couple of times on the show. So they brought out the the people to do the first pitch, right? Yes. And it's all like legends of Boston. And they brought out, uh, I think there was Devin McCourty, uh, Sean Thornton for the Bruins, which I was like, mm, you okay? I'll sure. Dana Barrows. Dana Barrows from the Celtics. You Dana tell me Barrows. You mean to tell me nobody Dana else from the Barrows. Celtics was available to come and throw out the first pitch? Dana I mean, Ryan Scalabrini lives down the fucking Barrows. Street, and you brought Dana Barrows out? Dana, like, dude, give me some D Brown. Anybody, anybody. What? What I do was... you mean? What do you mean? When Dana Barrows, and of course David Ortiz was rolled out because this, oh, the Red Sox are going to continuously roll out David Ortiz because he's going to be the ambassador of Fenway because they need to get people in the, in the seats because of the product they're putting on the field. Even though we took the series, again, I'm going to say we took the first series, but let's not he's, um, put all our pins in the hat. But While it's in my head, he's going to be the... Um, for the Boston Marathon, Marathon. yeah, Yeah, he's the embarrasser. This is his fucking ZD, so this is is all his Dana Barros, though. Mm, Dana weird Barros, it was weird. weird. I felt the same way, yeah, Uh, out of all Um, the Celtics players, but anyway, so yeah, the Mets, so the Mets being the Mets, going to be the Mets. 
But the best part about that and why I say the Mets being the Mets is my highlight is that Justin Verlander was put on the IR before even playing a game. Jesus. Opening day, he's put on the IR and he didn't even pitch. Yeah. What's this? The third Mets player before the opening day, before the start of opening day to get hurt? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm telling you, the Mets are 1,000% cursed. Yep. 1,000. That's because you have freaking, what's his face, trying to sign seagulls and fucking yeah. trash barrels to yeah, like. Steve Cohen. He's like, I'm going to sign you over I'll here, automobile. I'll sign this pina colada drink that I got. It's fucking, let's see if anyone wants to play this week. Oh, man. Let's they get Dana just... Barrows. You know what, though? The Mets should just do something for the city of new york and just hold random ass tryouts for for just <gasps> like the gang gets invincible yes yes just Ooh. just do it i'm sure you can find one guy that's gonna be you know yeah, green man yeah johnny johnny gabagool over there they'll be like hey i'm over here hey i'm over at ray's pizza hey i'm gonna play for the mets Bafangul, huh you know something like that i'm sure you can find one i'm sure there's but I mean, you. you might as well because uh, it seems like more and more, uh, more and more Mets players are going to land on the injury list because the team Ooh. is cursed. I'm telling you, they're cursed. Womp, womp. It must be like the Lenny Dykstra curse, the '86 World Series curse. There's got to be something. They need to go in there with some sage and be like, yeah. doo, 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 all around, burn that shit, get that. I want to know what cleanse it, what cleanse City it. Field. What what used to be in that area? Because I'm sure you could Google it. It was probably like a toxic waste site. <laughs> Something. I mean, that is New York. Yeah. No offense to anyone from New York that we're talking about, but eh. fuck it. Eh. Eh. Gabagool. So yeah. Right. So the Mets and the Mets, and that's, Mets uh, the that's Mets. gonna be this that's gonna be the uh the whole thing, you know? Yep, Mets of the Mets. Yeah. So uh to continue on. With a little bit of baseball chatter. Frank Thomas is being replaced by Derek Jeter on Fox. I don't know if I really like this. And I'm not not saying because I don't like the Yankees. Um, I respect Jeter. But why? Why? I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it at all. I don't I like don't, it. I, I don't like it. I didn't think Frank Thomas was bad. No. Here's the thing. Fox hired Jeter in February. So they already have, you know, now that he was done with trying to be a owner, GM, whatever the fuck he was for Florida, yeah. who cares? I don't like this because as a player, I, res- I respect Jeter as a player. Yeah. I think that Derek Jeter is a bowl of oatmeal when it comes to speaking and commentary i don't feel that he has what it takes to be in this position he is not a personality i feel that he is not going to bring to the table what frank thomas brings to the table no at all frank thomas is very smart um very well spoken not saying that derek cheetah isn't very well spoken but frank thomas is a different personality where he sees it from all sides of the spectrum. And right. how is it now that you're going to have a Yankee, another Yankee, 
and a Red Sox guy. Yeah, like, like they why didn't is plan this? that out. Come on. Why is this what you want to do? Frank Thomas brought out so much more right. into it being a White Sox guy. Like this is where I just get super, super annoyed. The part that annoys me is the fact that like baseball is so they're they're just so ridiculous on the Red Sox Yankees rivalry. Stop Listen, it. Stop. I'm telling you, flat out right now, I've considered that rivalry dead since 2004 when mm -hmm. the Red Sox won their World Series. Okay. When the Red Sox beat the Yankees in the ALCS or ALDS or whatever one we wanted in, that's when I considered that rivalry dead. It's not anything special anymore. There, yeah, so there's like a couple of fights here and there. Like the last fight was when Joe Kelly uh, threw the ball at what's his name and they got into a fight. You know, that was. Uh, yeah, but that was how many years ago now? That, that was, wasn't yeah, even. That, that wasn't even. No. That it was, recent. It had to be about five, six years ago now. But the fact is, like, it's not a thing anymore. No. It, it's not a rivalry. Yeah, okay, so it's two, like, super, uh, super expensive teams going at each other. That That's, who gives a shit? That's not, no. like, get, you want a rivalry? We can make a rivalry. You know, we can, we can get another team to be a rivalry. How about, how about dumping some, some of this rivalry money into, like, Tampa Bay and the Red Sox. They they had a good they've had a good uh uh go at it for a few years now. They've been battling each other, but like why? It's stupid. It they but it is. The MLB considers that a moneymaker because people are like, oh, Red Sox Yankees. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's gonna fight. so annoying. And what do they think? I... David Ortiz and Derek Jeter are gonna get into a fist fight on on Fox Sports? It'd be amazing to watch. You know? though, but you, you're you're but a thousand percent right, though. Derek Jeter happen. is just he's such oatmeal. Yeah. Even when I watched the captain, you know, watching the whole series, and I was like, all right, like this. It was good to like hear other players and to you know all the stuff discussing his career and his legacy, as I put it in quotation marks. Right. But listening to him speak, I was just like, he is so boring to me. Yep. Even with his inflictions and conversations and all of the stuff, I was like, there is just, he's just like, oh, I'm Derek Jeter. And like, yeah, like I always knew I wanted to play for the Yankees and, you know, George Steinbrenner and this. And I'm just like, the way that he speaks makes me want to choke a child. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. The way that he speaks hey, makes me want to. Radio. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oops, shouldn't say that. No, but it just it enrages me yeah. to want to commit an act of violence yes. because he, when he played, he had passion, but how he speaks of play and this, like, I can't see him doing commentary or sports analysis. Also, isn't there like a thousand other things that he can do besides go on TV and talk about sports? Like seriously, go freaking golf. You know, like didn't did he own the athletic? No, he owned that other one. What was that one where everybody was retiring on? Was it the athletic? Uh I don't know. you know what I'm talking about? Everybody I know was... what you're talking about and I'm just like I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. You know what? Fuck Derek Jeter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck Derek Jeter. And not for nothing, the new Red Sox rivalry is going to be the Red Sox in Baltimore. Just saying. Yeah. Always. It, that the right there. Last place. 
the fightful last place. That is going to be the new rivalry. I'm you know so what? sick uh, of this fucking New York bullshit. I, I can't stand over it. it. I'm done. What is this? The battle for Connecticut? They can have it. Right. Suck it. It's all yours. Right. Beat it. I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, me and Mike D'Elia went to uh, Derek Jeter's last game at Fenway, right? On his very last at bat, everybody stood up and they were cheering for Derek Jeter because he was, you know, oh, yeah, the captain. Oh, we'll respect him in Boston. As much as I respected him, me and Mike D'Elia got up and we booed the shit out of him because you know what? That is what he deserves because that is Boston. You want to respect the man? Continue to boo him. You boo him. That's what you're supposed that's all to do. We, that's what we. That's did what we for the did. Entire duration of his, his career. career. That's what we, we did. Him. Exactly. We did. Stay consistent, Boston. Figure right. it out. Figure it out. That's more of respecting him than cheering for him. Dude, I. Just... I know that sounds weird and stupid, but like no. It, Stay that, true and consistent to how right. you treated him because you, we booed Jeter, him. All you did in he Boston. He did nothing no for you. He did shit. You suck. He did shit. Like, oh. Yeah. You gave a couple of gift baskets to some girls in South Boston because you slept with them. Get out of here. Oh, fucking you know? A. All He's right. just. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I'm pissed that Frank Thomas is not going to be on Fox yeah, anymore. But it's. uh. What Frank know. Thomas? What's he going to do now? Sell more Cialis or uh... eugenics? Eugenics. Thank you. Eugenics. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, uh, I I just love Frank Thomas and him and Poppy two together was so great. Remember the time when he put um, Tito's put... In, inside Frank no, Thomas's? I, no, he put vodka inside yeah, his water. Was it Tito's? Yeah, I didn't realize it was actually Tito's. I thought well, every video I watch is just like David Ortiz puts booze. <laughs> And I'm just like, is it vodka? Is it cr- like crack? Look yeah, crack. I loved it when Frank Thomas took that and first he's like, sip. He's like, <laughs> and then he's just like, and Dave yeah, Ortiz right? is losing shit. <laughs> Frank Thomas is like, oh, that was gross. Let me take one more sip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll warm up the pipes for the air. Yeah, right. And now oh, you're going to have. What, we got to start doing that. We got to take shots. We might have to start taking shots in the nine, morning. Nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday. I'll we do gotta it. start taking shots. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, hey, gonna do. bounce back, baby. Right. All right. So hair what else we got? Hey, hair of the dog. On? All right. Rudy Gobert. He was fined $25,000 by the NBA after accusing the refs for making calls to help out other teams. All right. I'm going to stop you right there real quick. First off, I think Rudy Gobert is a. You like that? Gobert. Yeah. I think he sucks personally. I don't Gobert. like him. Um, But. I do agree with him on this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I agree Absolutely. with all these guys. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead with <laughs> I just wanted to put out a disclaimer because I, I think I've been very vocal in the past about how I don't like Rudy Gobert. And I don't think I've, I've done it on this show. No. I, I think just in general. <laughs> because so this, he was that asshole when he, coronavirus was coming out. He's like, mm, oh, oh, here's your yeah, mic. He was, remember? And then everyone got COVID. And then everybody yeah. got sick. Yeah. <laughs> everyone so. got COVID. You just wanted to be like, fuck you, Rudy. I told you. Yeah. So but, you had. But this so I agree with. This is crazy. So we're now in April. Okay, and Gobert is fined. This happened this past week. So it's the last week of March. So he was fined the 25K. This is not the first time that this has been discussed or brought on at all in the last, I don't know, year. All, all season. 
Yeah, last yeah. year. I will, I'll even say the end of last year, I will say that this was starting to become a conversation. So in just the month of March, taking not just Gobert, like take him out of it, you have Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Vliet was fined $30,000. You had the Suns coach, Monty Williams, was fined $20,000. And then you had Luca, who was fined $35,000 for making a money gesture to the ref. So all of these people have openly said, now this is just the month of March. All of these people have said there's some shady shit going on here and the refs are definitely being biased. There was a statistic. I couldn't remember where I saw it and I couldn't find it, of course, last night to put it in. But the comparison of having one player, it was one player going to the free throw line. Um, how many times he's been to the free throw free throw line compared to like someone like Steph Curry, where right. Steph Curry had only been to the free throw line like 11 times. And this person had been there like 70 something times. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. And the fact that the they're just finding people, I think that Adam Silva needs to stop and dig a little bit deeper to find out like what actually is going on if everyone is publicly having this conversation i know adam silver already came out and said that he's not taking that disney job but i hope he's just fucking with us and he really takes that disney job i cannot stand adam silver i think he's terrible for basketball i think he's made a mockery of what david stern accomplished in in his time as the nba commissioner i think that every player no matter what right now is just a little bit out of pocket and it's just it seems like Adam Silva is just like, um, I'm just going to turn the other way. Like, I don't want to do anything. But then when something like this comes up where it's like you have all these high profile players and coach come out and say that there's something fishy going on with these refs. But they want to just find the players and coaches for what they what they said instead of actually looking at the referees and going, is there something weird? Because guess what, NBA? You have a fucking history of this. Yep. You have a history of this. Tim Donaghy, okay? He was actively gambling on basketball games, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's been out. And he's even admitted it. Yep. You there's know? so, so there much is more. something fishy going on. Yes. Okay? There's something happening. Now, here. now, I think it was Gobert that said that he's uh that said that uh, you know, he finds it odd that like Sacramento Kings are the the best team, like one of the best teams in the West and not the the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, that I don't agree with mm-hmm. because Minnesota Timberwolves have never really been good. They were good that one year when Kevin Garnett was on the team. Right. Uh before he left for for Boston. I think it was a few years before he left for Boston. Minnesota's just never been that team that really can not not so much get out of their own way, but just can't accomplish anything right now. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe them too. You know, maybe they are as well cursed like the Mets. I don't know. But, maybe. you know, the Sacramento Kings have a great team. There's a great coach. You know, Mike Brown is a phenomenal basketball coach. He's proved that time and time again. And he's proving it now more than ever when he's taken a Sacramento Kings team. Where can you name one person from the Kings? No. 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 I can't. I, can't. I mean, maybe because no. you know, I mean, I, and I consider myself Boston, a pretty, maybe. a pretty decent basketball fan. Yeah, you know, I really enjoy it. it for me, it goes baseball, basketball, 
and then, you know, hockey football go tie for three and four. But, I mean, I couldn't tell you one person on the Kings right now. So, I mean, and for Mike Brown to make them third best in the the West, like, that's unheard of. The West has always been great. I mean, I know the East this year is, like, the dominant one. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I I just don't – I just don't see why you have to find players. I understand like you have to kind of like protect the referees because it's, it's the same for like little league sports where it's like, you know, nobody wants to ump and ref the games if they're getting criticized all the time. But also like, also if there's so many pro, if there's so many players out there that are saying something, I mean, come on, it's something to look into. There's times it's very suspect. There's times when I watch certain highlights back on certain games, you know, and I'm just like, how was that that call? There's certain things I'm like, okay, this dude just traveled, took legit seven steps from the three point line to the basket. Right. And you didn't call it yet on the other side of the court, dude dribbled, but you cut. You know, like you carried it, called it as a carry dribble, like a carryover. And um, just all this shit. Like I watch a lot of this stuff and I'm like, there is an underlying issue here with these refs. There is yeah. you can see it. Fans can see it. Players are seeing it. Ownership is seeing it. It's something that they really need to pause and reset and really look at the tapes, especially the games and calls that have been in question. Because yeah. it's going to be, we're going into playoffs. So we're right around the corner for playoffs. So if we're having these conversations during the regular season, it's been happening all season. And here we are in March, towards the end of the regular season, where now all of these people have been fined. There's a really big situation that could occur or a really big issue that could occur and happen when we get in the playoffs somebody makes that wrong call yeah it could be it's not going to be that someone's going to get fined for verbal somebody might swing at the ref and i hate to see something come about where like uh, a lower market team just say like the sacramento kings get hosed again where right. we find out years later that you know, referee so-and-so was actually betting on the games for the Kings to lose. And he was actually How refereeing fair those is that? Kings. How you know? fair is that? That is not yeah. fair. Like, right. and, but again, this goes back to the NBA office needing to pause and revisit and yeah. have a conversation with the refs league and training yeah. or whatever it may be and I have a lot of things protecting to the referees i understand that i get that because you you know you need the rest but but guess what if you're finding guys thirty thousand twenty thousand thirty five thousand these guys make millions of dollars a year thirty thousand dollars it's nothing shit. chump like change and i think I, I i get what you're saying with the like taking a swing at the ref i don't think like anybody would do that because if somebody did take a swing of the ref then they automatically have to be kicked out of the league there's no there's no nothing about that but i understand where emotions will get the best of you and that shit you could don't happen no so um you don't know okay so say you have a player who's been vocal dylan brooks 
all season. Yeah. And then <laughs> been vocal Dylan Brooks all would be, season. Dylan Brooks would be the first one to take a swing at a, yeah. a referee. Be vocal all season about it, you know, and then you're now game four and you've had all these shit calls every single freaking game yeah. that weren't even calls that should have been made. You fouled out. You fucking, your season's over. You're just like, you know what, motherfucker? Like, I'm done. I'm yeah. fucking done. I'm done with this league. I'm going to go play in Europe. I'm done. Right. Because, like, we might see that. Even though, like, the NBA is, you know, it's the the mecca of the world, as they think. I don't, I don't dispute that we might start seeing players being so fed up with the way that it's run for them to leave and go play internationally. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's to say that? So seriously, someone punches the ref. They've already got a contract. They're like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to go play in, you know, yeah. Lithuania. I'm out. Right. Peace. I'm going to go play in Saudi Arabia or Iraq or. I'm out. One of those I'm nice out. beach communities, you know. I'm outy. Yeah. Is Sam still overseas? <laughs> he is still overseas. See, they're gonna go visit him. Yeah, yeah. Go they're gonna go see you, and uh, they're gonna go see Sam in in Kuwait. Are we supposed to tell anybody where he's actually stationed? Is that secret? Is he like black ops or something? Black ops? He's. I don't. I don't. I, I don't just, know. I just show up here. Yeah. Let me see if someone <laughs> can find. <laughs> Sam O'Brien, if you're listening. We miss you, kid. We miss you, kid. Yeah, I got some uh, cards that I'm not going to send him because uh, I'll wait until he gets back into the United States to send him. Because Juneish not... should be Juneish. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Juneish. All right, so um, let's get into uh, the big pickle because this show is Goldberg. run us over. Do we have any more? Oh no, I just have big pickle. Big pickle. All right, let's get into the. I big just pickle. like to say Gobert. That should Not be the new brand of yogurt, the Gobert yep. yogurt. That's my whole thing. That's why I can't say Gobert. I'm like, nope, it's got to be Gobert. And Gobert sounds so fancy. Like it's a delicate I wish, cheese I spread. wish it would just come out one day. Maybe we, maybe like years later, if we're still doing this goddamn show, <laughs> we can get him on the show and be like, hi, I'm Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and be like, cool. Thank you. I want him to do it, Gobert. I'm Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I just feel like that's how he should say it because he actually looks like that's how we would say it yeah i'm rudy gobert <laughs> hi everybody hi everybody and welcome to ip radio i I'm spread rudy the gobert. coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> i licked all the mics oh god all right uh, let's get into the biggest pickle who do we have this week who is our biggest pickle all right so this week for our biggest pickle is a special kind of sports fan you know i just decided to go with the special kind of sports fan this week. I like that. Uh, I like that. First, you had a fan yell at Wizard star Bradley Beal because he lost money on a bet. Where this 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 special kind of fan, in quotes, yelled at him. Can we you call these fans like Karen fans? We can call them Karen fans. I'm yeah. up with that life. Yeah. We can call them Karens. Yeah. Stevens. No offense Stevens. to Karens or Stevens. Or something. No. My mother-in-law's named Karen and... She's not a Karen. See, what I else? Mean, she is legally named Karen, but yeah. not, she's not a Karen. <laughs> you know? Is that what the male equivalent to Karen is a Steven? Um, with a PH. That's what I've dealt with. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm Steven with a PH. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Karen. I, 
when I'm getting <laughs> yelled at by certain men and they have to spell their name out, it's Steven with a PH. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's I usually nice. get a Gregory. Ooh, Gregory is Greg. a good one. Yeah. yeah, Gregory. Yeah. Your server was very rude to me. All right. What uh what's the name? What's your name? Gregory, not Greg. Oh, okay, cool. So Greg. No, Gregory. All right, cool. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> so sports fans, Karen. <laughs> sports fans, Karen. Um, so this guy, this Karen in quotes, said to Bradley Beal, you fucked me out of $1,300, you fuck. Beal had then knocked the hat off the guy's head and allegedly hit him in the face while doing so. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? Mm -hmm. No. He didn't hit him in the face. The fan just wants to make that $13,000 back. Okay? Also... $1,300 is what I read. $1,300? Oh, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. That's a lot of money to like Joe regular, but like that's your fault for gambling. All right. Facts right there. Bradley Beal didn't miss the shot on purpose. No. Unless, unless he bet the over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows I mean, what's going on, on anymore? Come on. Uh... And I hope this isn't going to be like a new trend where people are get all up in, in athletes faces because, you know, uh, I didn't yell at Raphael Devers on opening day. I had him pegged to hit a home run, and I lost. Yeah. But you should have just won, yelled at him. I also won 50 bucks because he got a hit. So, FanDuel.com. Use my code IAP Radio. <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere, but try it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, that would be... For the five uh, people listening to the show, please use FanDuel. Uh, uh, was, it, was it the parlay for him to hit and Otani to hit? No, I didn't do the... I didn't do a parlay. I did um, or whatever the fuck for him is. to hit a home run and Justin Turner to hit a home run. And I only did the Justin Turner to hit a home run because it was like plus 1300. And I was like, oh, you know what? It was first that bad at Fenway. That'd be cool if he smacked a home run and I won 400 bucks. I didn't yell at anybody after. I just what? said, that's gambling. That's the thing that is so wild to me is that you're you're putting everything in its chance. More or less. It's all it is. It's chance. Just like in Monopoly, you land on the chance card, the right. chance spot. Like, you don't know what you're going to get for a card unless you cheat and mark the cards like people. Um, but that's what it is. It's all fucking chance. Once you put that money, you just light the money on fire. Or let it ride and maybe you'll win. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. All right. So, so what else? So there's another Ugh. sports fan that sucks too, right? Yes. Um, from Oakland. From the 30 people that were in the Coliseum during the Oakland A's and Angels game. Yes. Anthony Rendon actually got into an altercation with one of 30. One fan. One <laughs> fan. So when you're playing in Oakland, the visitors uh, clubhouse, like you have to walk past all of these fans, like yeah. to like get from the dugout to the clubhouse. And he was walking with a couple other players, and this fan was just chirping and running his mouth. And then Randone turned around and was like, "What the fuck?" and grabbed the dude by his shirt. Yep. And if you haven't seen the video yet, you can head on over to our Instagram and our Twitter. The video is there, and. You can see he's reaching up. He's grabbing the man by his shirt and he's 
yelling at him. Like right. you can tell he wants to punch him so hard, but like he doesn't. And like I really wanted him to punch him because I was like, I feel like this guy really deserves it. Um, but yeah, Randone is like he's accusing. He's this. He says he makes these accusations. Well, I can't say accusations. I'm like, how's the terminology today, Sarah? Are you doing awesome? <laughs> um, whew, I really need more coffee, water, and a nap. And um, another harpoon. This episode brought to you by Harpoon Brewery. Bring it on. He said that the fan was insulting him as they were heading off to the field, and he was just running his mouth and saying all sorts of shit. And I'm you sure don't know was. what he was saying. He was probably like, oh, I'm going to fuck your mother. Like, yeah. but, like you know, whatever it may be. Like, because you have to really, as a player, you can tune out a lot of shit, especially right. after a loss. Like, you can tune it out and you can go. So there had to have been something that really got under him for him to turn and just fucking grab the dude absolutely and good for him you like, play 162 care. games a year and you're able to block out 99 percent of all that a shit lot. that's being yeah. said whether you're home or away because home fans are going to harp on you too if you have a bad game absolutely yeah, yeah. but you know i mean right. how many times have i called out bad red Sox pitching while i'm at fenway of course you know every time and, and the fact that like Anthony Rendon, who doesn't have a history of violence in the mm-hmm. MLB, he's never mm-hmm. gone after a fan before. He's never done anything like out of pocket like that. Uh, for him to grab this dude and then he accuses the dude of calling him an asshole or a piece of shit or something. And the fact that like he went after this guy, it kind of speaks a lot of volume where it's like, I don't condone athletes going after fans, but also I'm a big stand your ground person absolutely I, I think that you should defend your yourself your name and your name in 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 whatever is being flown at you i mean i don't think that i think the fan was out of line whether or not like maybe anthony rendon actually got the wrong fan i don't know because i mean of course like when there's all these people yelling at you and you see one person and you think it's him i don't know you know, but he probably got the right person. I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, there's like, only like five people in the whole stadium. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think that like I. it's hard because you don't want players to get in trouble for assaulting fans because it's not good for anything. It's not it's right. not good for you. It's not good for the game. It's not good for uh, whatever, but also you don't want them to just take that kind of criticism and whatever this fan may or may not have said to the player. Maybe he did say, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to your house and, and make sex on your wife, or I'm going to eat your children, or I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to run over your dog or something, you know, I, I like, I don't know, but like, who knows? But like, it was it enough for him something. to grab him by the yes. shirt. Yeah. And that's the first game of the season. Like that, like <laughs> the fact that that is going to the fuck the fucking first game of the season. Yeah. That's going to be the reaction. Like, no, this usually is going to if this was to happen, it would be like middle of the season. Yeah, this is like an I, August but this territory. Is, yeah, this is yeah. like weird for like yeah. the first week, first game, first anything. Right. And it's fucking Oakland. Yeah. Oakland. Oakland's, I mean, Oakland's a special kind of place too. I mean, I understand that that was like rough that they lost to Oakland because that makes you go, Ugh. but you know, again, it's fucking Oakland. It's Oakland. 
Did I say that enough? It's like I feel like Allen Iverson over and over again. Like it's right. practice. It's practice. Talking about practice. This is plain it's Oakland practice. is like practice. Fuck. You know, watch the Red Sox get blown out by Oakland all season. Oh, It'd be hilarious. Oh, Payback. I, I don't know. Yes. Just you know, criticize all you want. Just keep it. Keep I it somewhat clean. Right. What? Here's my thing. Okay. And maybe I'm a different mindset. Like I do yell, I run my mouth, I'll whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? When I'm at games, doesn't matter the game, especially hockey. If I'm at a hockey game, I'm the fucking worst. But it's something like I don't stick around after the game to yell at the players. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm out. Right. Like, you know, I'm going somewhere else to grab another beer. Like I'm out because they stopped serving. So, you know, game is over. I am out. It's, None of it, it makes any sense. It's a reset it's mode. Yeah. Right. It's wild. Yeah. Game's over. Well, let's move on. Yeah. Get me those harpoons. Give me them beers. Give me them beers, boys. Yeah. Give me them beers. I, it's just, you know, it's uh, we live in a society where everyone just sucks. It's awful. Why are you sticking around? Just go you home. Know, go home. Go Get home. out of the stadium. You know what? The rest of the people who work at the stadium that aren't baseball players still have a job to do. And they right, can't they, do the job if you're still so, in the stadium like, yelling at Anthony go. Randone because he fucking did whatever. Like, get get out of here. Like, come on. I got to clean up these seats. You know, go. you left a mess. You dropped your, your, your fucking kid dropped popcorn all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I'm not yelling at you because you don't know how to handle your your, your goddamn shit. child or popcorn. Your for Christ's sake. Get out of here. These people got to go home. Go get another beer somewhere. Like, go home. Get out of here. Go home. You know, Go to home. Stick around and yell at someone is stupid. Like that's, that's just ridiculous. So that's ridiculous. What fucking life. You know? Honestly. What is that life like? I'm gonna just like I'm gonna show up. You got nothing better your, to do. No, I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna do now. I'm gonna show up to people's work. So I'm gonna show up to your work. We'll start and we'll see how this goes. And I'm just gonna stick around after close and just yell at you. I'm just gonna stand there and yell at you <laughs> the whole time. Listen, just see how much I have to yell at you until you. If you <laughs> if you want to stick around, if you want to stick around at, at my job after I close, I tell people all the time, I'm closing, I'm locking the doors. You can stay here. I'll leave you the key. I go just shut the doors and lights when you're out because I'm I'm not waiting for I'm you. I'm out. You know, uh, I tell this group of guys that come in every Sunday night. I you know. I love the fact that they come in and they're regulars on Sunday, but they come in right half hour before we close. And I'm like, and they do it every single Sunday. And I say to them all the time, I'll give you as many beers as you want and you can stay until I'm done cleaning up. But once I'm done cleaning up, which is usually about a half hour after I close, it usually takes me about a half hour to 45 minutes to clean up. Once I'm done, I'm walking out the door. Whether you're behind me or not, I'm going to shut you in here. Turn the lights off and lock the door when you leave. And they're like, they're like, okay, yeah, no, we're just going to have a couple beers and we're out of here. And every goddamn Sunday, I have to tell them I'm walking out the door. Mother. <laughs> <So> leave. <laughs> go. Oh, go. All right. All right. So that's going to do it here for In a Pickle. Thank you so much for listening. Go over to IEPradio.com. Check out all of our social media Go to our YouTube, our Twitter, our Instagram, over the Deluxe Edition Network. Check all the fine podcast shows out there. Hilf, our favorite podcast on the Gen Network, is the podcast of the month. So congratulations to History I'd Like to Fuck. 
Um, we do want to have uh, some sort of cross promo with uh, a couple of Den Network podcasts. Not not a cross promo, but like we want a couple of people to be a couple of other podcasts to be hang on out. our show. Yeah. Come hang out with us. So we'll uh, we'll have to get that going soon. Maybe we'll do a movie. We've had a couple of good ideas. Top sports movies, and also uh, I want to do a show with with Hilf about um, sports players that they would like to fuck as well. That would be fun. <laughs> Wait, it's just it's so weird. I don't understand, I don't understand just, what I'm saying. Anymore. I don't understand what you're saying either. I'm just we'll play. You go. M- we'll play I'm MFK. You go. We'll play MFK. There you go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm letting you roll, man. Oh, I wish someone would stop me. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut it down. I'm gonna shut this mic down right now. So if you've heard if you've heard any construction on the street, I believe they're digging a hole to the uh, next universe outside my door here. So there's gonna be a lot of background noise, and uh, that's great. So. Yo, Sully, where's the Duncan? Ah, where's the Duncan? Ah. All right, so for Sarah Ray Talent, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. It's a train wreck. We're back on our shit. <laughs>